This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the February 19th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher. Get ready to break down some trade line rumors. We're going to kind of go through it by player by player, teams that are buyers, sellers, kind of mix it up, talk about some fantasy spin off that. With me to do so is a guy I'm very happy because I know he likes trade rumors more than I do, and that's Jonas Nader. What's up, man? What's up, Mike? I live for this stuff, man. You do. I love it, but I, I love, I think, like, I love just like raw stats, like hardcore, and like I think that's like my number one. And then when, you, when I think of you, I'm like this guy loves trade rumors. It's like <laughs> that's like your your calling card. Anything involved with the front office, I'm all over. I, yeah. I, I get I get excited about player contract stuff. So yeah, like, this is this is all this is all me. I love it for sure. I I love it too, but yeah, I I just uh, I I don't love it as much as I used to. So let's get down to this thing, man. Uh, I just want to get Camilla out of the way. Uh, I don't think it's going to go down. Camaro has that ironclad, no-trade clause. He doesn't want to go. His wife doesn't want to go. His kids don't want to go. So, uh, and what we're going to do, by the way, we're going to kind of grade the possibility of a trade going down with the player or buying and selling. We're going to put kind of a number on it. So, I'll just start right away. I'm going to say like a two, man. I, I just don't see it going down. I, I almost want to even go one or zero. He, he loves New York. He's getting paid to play basketball. Life isn't so bad, man. I'm going to go with one. Yeah. I posted a blurb this morning. Uh, Woj, the most credible reporter in the NBA right now, he said Carmelo still has no attention to wave with no trade clause. So, I mean, it's just not happening. Yeah. Plus, Phil Jackson's making him want to stay. So, it's backfired yeah. on him. Yeah. Like, they're playing a game of chicken. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. you're you're never going to win a championship. Okay, fine. Just pay me and I'll set your franchise back. <laughs> All right, it's fine. I'll take the rest of the $55 million now. Yeah, so. exactly. Uh, okay, so we're good. Um, yeah, I... I we both don't see that going down. So Derek Rose, this is kind of a little recent. Makes sense, especially if Melo can't go. Then I mean, maybe try to get assets that way. Uh, obviously, Rose hasn't really done much to improve his trade value, but I mean, if a team has the cap space to bring him on, and he's not going to cost much, he probably will cost less than picking up someone like even Darren Williams or somebody like that. So mm-hmm. chances Rose gets dealt, or uh, and then any other team that would possibly pick him up. I say three. I mean, at best, you're getting a second-round pick for Derrick Rose because he's going to be a rental. Not many teams are going to want to re-sign him because he, he still wants the max, he says, which isn't going to happen. Right. But uh, I say it's a three. There's not many teams. That, I mean, I'm looking at the depth chart. What team could use Rose that are in the playoff push right now? Yeah, it'd be, it'd be, I think a team like the Thunder is interesting. Um, just anybody that kind of needs a backup guard. Um, there's a couple, a couple teams like the Wizards. Maybe they would get crazy. They would t- it would take a lot of things for moving parts for that to go down, um, but they could definitely use a backup guard. But again, they'd have to make a lot of moves to clear out the room. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I- I'm with you. Uh, I guess since I said two for Mello, I guess I kind of set my standard as a. Right. So I'll, say, I'll say three and a half uh, on that one. So again, I don't really think that's going down. I mean, um, a twenty million dollar contract's really hard to fit in. Yeah. Yeah, Not a lot of teams have cap space right now. Yeah, so. it's, it's going to be really tough. Like they'll have to move. Um, they don't, and the Wizards don't really have a lot of fat to cut off their roster as far as like 
Expensive no, they'd have, to, they'd have to cut Jason Smith and give up like a second-round pick as well. Yeah, Maybe Mahimi, but Knicks aren't going to go for that. Yeah, even just um, like the money, to make the money even work, just how expensive yeah. he is. Like you need a team. They'd have to do like a three-way deal with someone like the Knicks, the, the Nets, the Sixers. Like it would have to be, like whoever gets Rose, it's almost going to have to be three-way. Right. Uh, okay, so moving, that's always harder to do. Okay, so really the big guy, and Melo's gotten more buzz, but I think the better rumor to follow as far as like Blockbuster goes is Jimmy Butler. And Woj this morning, he kind of hinted that Jimmy Butler and Boston are still talking, or the Bulls obviously, and he mentioned that the that Boston has stockpiled all these picks to go after a player. And that's really what you do, like kind of like fantasy, where you have like all these assets that are like so-so. And I do this in fantasy football all the time. I love picking up as many guys, making like a two-for-one, make as many two-for-ones. Like, for instance, this year, I made four different trades, two-for-one, to get Antonio Brown. Like, I traded for peace, 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 and then <laughs> traded all those guys for Antonio Brown. Like, And I feel like that's what the Celtics are doing. Yeah. I mean, they're going to... They have two of the Brooklyn's picks that they can swap picks this year, so yep. that's a top three pick for sure. Yep. Then they have they have the 2018 first round pick for Brooklyn as well, which will likely be a top three pick as well. Yeah. So they're probably going to give up at least one of those if they want Butler. So if you're look you're looking at a package of a first round pick, probably Marcus Smart and Jay Crowder for Butler. I mean that's that's a decent trade for both sides. Yeah. So you if I, I'm sure you agree with me that the pick this year has more value than the pick next year, like easily. Absolutely. This yeah, draft is not this draft, I'm, I'm loving this draft more yeah. and more. So. so if they could if Boston could get away with making a deal for the twenty eighteen first, I think it's definitely gonna go down. But yeah, I mean if you're getting Jimmy Butler, as good as those rookies or college kids look, it's Jimmy yeah. Butler, man. Like Yeah, Jimmy Butler, age twenty seven, great contract. Celtics are going for it. I mean, he fits in with all their players. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas is right in that, that age frame, so that's such a good deal for both teams. That's crazy how how like they'd have to go small like so often, which is fine. Yeah, I mean you're looking at a lot of what would it be? Like Isaiah Thomas, Avery Bradley, Jimmy Butler. I mean, that's sick, man. Yeah, Jay Jake I just start out small out front and just go Jay Crowder at four, unless you're playing a big team. Yeah. And I mean yeah, putting Marcus Smart, keeping him in the second unit for good minutes, man. Their second unit would be really nice. Um, we'll get to Boston's other picks, but let's just talk about Chicago's. So if they're going to deal Butler, you would assume that other players are going to go. Like, if you're going to sell your best player, you pretty much are going to trust the process uh, and just stockpile <laughs> as much as you can. So Taz, Miritich, who really, I mean, he was available to play and didn't play. It looks like for now they may roll Bobby Portis, free Bobby Portis. Um, so... And then Robin Lopez as well. So, any fits anybody that you. And, and by the way, Butler, um, uh, what do you give the number 1 to 10 on he goes? I say 5. Yeah, I was going to say 5 too. Yeah. I think it's pretty much 50 50. I mean, this team's a mess. It did not work out. They. I mean, they were ready to pull the trigger on the trade with the Wolves last year. Yeah. And they back out the last minute because they weren't sold undone. But... Yeah, which they were right about. Now they can get that pick instead. I mean, that pick yep. would be more valuable than what Dunn is. So, based on that, they should go for it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we both got fives. Okay, so back to that Taj, Miro, and Lopez. What, what are your thoughts on those guys? Um, Taj is on an expiring deal. Morata has another year left. I think if the Bulls are going to move it big, it's going to be Taj. He has the most value to a playoff yep. team. An $8 million deal, that's very easy to fit in and trade. So I think he's most likely to go. Yep, I'm 100% with you. Like you said, he has the most value in the trade market. So if you are going to trade Butler, or even considering, if, it, if you're even considering trading Jimmy Butler, and it sounds like they are. 
Okay, Taj Gibson, great. I mean, what are you going to do? But you know you have no chance of the East this year at all. Uh, I mean, what? Like, worst case, they're, they get a, a five-game series in the first round uh, <laughs> yeah. against Boston or whoever. Well, they're going to beat Toronto if they play them. <laughs> They've won 11 straight games against Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. About, we'll, they got serious, <laughs> though, yeah. But uh, we'll see. Um, so, yeah, okay. So, I Taj, uh, uh, do you see a fit anywhere? I mean, it's pretty much just – I think it's going to be kind of like – Whoever swings and misses is going to go after those guys as like a backup. Yeah, I mean, I would have said Taj to Toronto, but they took right. Ibaka, so like kind of like throws your, a wrench into it. But. To your point, like Miami would be like because they were on surge, so I think that's like a decent backup. That makes sense, right. which would hurt James Johnson a little bit for sure. Um, who else? Clippers want another big. I mean, they need. They've been rolling Brandon Bass and Spades. They could and they use Bob Mute at the four. They'd be a pretty good fit. But they don't have the assets to get Taj, right. though. They're, well, they're out of picks. Right. Well, they don't really have anybody. But, I mean, if if, if the price is going to be low, do you think anyone else is going to actually give the Bulls something decent for an expiring deal? Probably not. I mean, yeah. for Taj Gibson, you're probably looking at a second-round pick, and it's probably going to be protected, too. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's going to be – it's not going to be much. So, like, it, I think – I mean, you Ta- agree with me. Draft assets are, are – Wait, as much as I love them, they're very overrated these yeah. days. People want the unknown, so yeah, exactly. Especially if you're, if it's like after fifteen, and mm-hmm. the old, oh, Jokic was was a second round pick. Draymond Green was a second round pick. Okay, there's thirty second round picks every year, and we talk about like seven guys in the past like five years. <laughs> so the odds of that are crazy. Uh, okay, so okay, let's just assign numbers. Um, Taj, I'm thinking like a seven. I think he's going. Yeah, I think seven point five, eight. I okay. think Tosh, he's he's the guy to move. Miritich, probably. I mean, Miritich has been pretty. He's just been bad. Like, if the Bulls trade him, they're gonna get nothing. Like, second round pick. He's just having a horrible season. He's old. Like, I don't know. He's probably he's probably like a six. Um, floor spacers are valuable, but yeah, he's gonna be hard to move as bad as he's been playing this year. And if if Tosh is moved, I think. Um, Portis is actually the pickup now. For sure, we'll, we'll get as to him bad as Mirak has been. So. We'll get to him in a sec. Uh, and then Robin Lopez. Uh, I mean, they can't move that contract. Yeah. There's, there's like twelve centers on the market right now that yeah. we have for cheaper. So including his brothers on the who's uh, who's a better player but on a bigger deal. So yeah. like three. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so we agree. Okay. So as you mentioned, Bobby Portis. Uh, he got free the <laughs> other day and he looked really good. Uh, season high, I believe it was nineteen. Uh, he's running the floor a lot better. He's making defensive plays, not really showing up on the stat sheet. But this is the Bobby Portis we kind of fell in love with. So I'm down with stashing. I mean, he's got upside. He can shoot. He can block. He can pick up some steals. He may not be great for percentages, but um, we know he likes to be a high-volume guy. He'd be a really high-volume guy in the second unit. So I'm excited to see what Bobby Portis has in the second half. He's been good in two of his last three. And even the 11 minutes he didn't show up, I thought he had a lot of energy. Like he looks like he's not taking plays off like he was early in the season. And that's what the Bulls need, man. Mm-hmm. They need energy. They need they need Bobby Portis. So I, I think he's he's a great stash at the deadline. I think not in the standard league yet. Yeah. Until we get wind of a Taj Gibson trade rumor, but yeah, he's he's on the radar for sure. Yep. Uh, even if Taj even if Taj is around still and they just like just dump Miritich, then I yeah, know. like Mir- Miritich has been and we saw this like preseason. He had to win the starting job. He had yep. it was all set up for him. Like what was it? I had that stat where twelve players last year had more made threes than the entire starting five of the Bulls last year, something like that. 
Yeah. Like, dude, like this is your job. Don't lose it. And he did. And he hasn't yeah. been able to get it. So it's just been a disaster for him. Okay, so moving off the Bulls stuff. Another guy who's probably the most likely this side of Jaleel Okafor to go is Lou Williams. Um a lot of ways to go, but it sounds like he's a goner. Uh, a real a real valuable guy. You know, high usage, pretty high efficiency, occasional passing, but you really love those high-volume six-unit guys, especially on a team that doesn't have a lot of depth in the second unit and can use a score. Um, so I'll start with this one. The most sense to me, and we know that Presti doesn't like to give up first-round picks, but the Thunder, who look to be buyers, that seems like it's a perfect fit um, to go for Lou Williams. I was going to say the Wizards and then the Thunder. Yeah, that, that's the that's the other one. I mean, the Wizards, I mean, their bench is awful. Outside of okay. Kelly Oubre, their bench is pretty awful. So, um, And yeah, the Wizards, I, we, we haven't heard the same from the Thunder yet, but the Wizards are willing to give up their first-round pick. Mm-hmm. So I think they're clearly the front-runners for Lou right now. Yeah, it's pretty much going to be one of those two, unless there's like a, a team that just gets a little pressure. Or eight Cavs? Because the Cavs maybe get in on that? They don't have the assets to do it. I mean, they've been they they made some great trades, but they don't have the assets to get. Yeah, them especially with, after real. they dumped that uh, Corver deal, uh, the Corver deal with the first there. But right. um, I mean, he's thirty years old, so it's not like it's, I don't think he's gonna be that expensive, man. I think they could, like even like a K Felder or something like that, like to just you know, like we said, the mystery side, like or even Shumpert. Shumpert's. Uh, uh, a decent guy, like, but not that that would really that one really wouldn't do anything. No, Lakers Lakers want that pick. Yeah, they, they want, want that pick for sure. Okay, so yeah, that, yeah, let's see. Uh, and then who else? Nick Young. Since we're on the since yeah, we're on the Lakers. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think about Nick Young? Um, he's actually be a lot easier to trade than uh, Lou Williams. He's he's got a player option for next season, so he's basically a one year rental. I think Lakers would dump him for a second round pick. Yeah, I mean they they're cashing out high. Uh, he's been ha- he's had arguably his best season maybe ever, man. Uh, yeah. His efficiency is really high. We always talk about how Walton loves his defense, which isn't really fake news. Uh, he's been pretty good on the defensive side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he'll probably f- he could fetch a a late 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 first or like you said maybe a second and change uh, or a, a scrub that doesn't get minutes something like that. I was but, gonna give a bull prediction here. I think Nick Young goes to Houston. I like that'd be a real nice fit. Oh yeah, I think he's 40, absolutely. I think he's forty six percent on catch and shoot threes, mm-hmm. uh, and that would allow them to kind of lighten the load on Gordon. Give him, like, give him, some, give him all of Corey Brewer's minutes. Yeah, for sure. And that would 16, hurt. 18 minutes a game, and that's golden. Yeah, that would hurt my boy Sam Decker. Uh, that's okay, okay though. Yeah, that's cool. Anybody else that you think that would be in on either of those two guys? Um, I mean, the Lakers will give up. Tim Van Mosgov and Dink for a washing machine, but no one's going to take those contracts. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or a bag of, bag of Cheetos, like uh, Robin, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like Robin, Robin Lopez. Yeah, if in case you missed it, Brooke Lopez said he would trade Robin Lopez for a bag of Cheetos. Uh, <laughs> those Lopez boys, man, they're hilarious. They're hilarious. Man. All right, let's move on. We, man, we're, we're going pretty slow, which we expected. All right, so we got Reggie Jackson. Those trade rumors have been kind of hot on the ESPN side of things. Uh, Zach Lowe and Mark Stein have kind of been all over this for really the past month. We've seen the most recent rumor was Reggie Jackson for DJ Augustine. These guys are both under contract through 1920, and that's 2019-20. Not like they don't have like uh, Back <laughs> to the Future contracts and or anything like that. Uh, and then Jeff Green's expiring for 15 million this year, so he's going to probably go given the Magic have not been very good. All right, uh, let's start with the Reggie Jackson side. 
Odds he gets dealt and other possible places. We also heard the Pelicans have interest and then the Rubio thing that kind of died down pretty quick, um, which is funny because Stan Van Gundy's like, oh, yeah, we're definitely not trading Reggie Jackson. Yeah, about that. Um, thinks <laughs> he, he did back off that because he was really emphatic about that, and then he was on some some somewhere. He said that, like, oh, yeah, Reggie Jackson's been really bad, which he has been. So yeah. odds it gets dealt and... Possible places, and I guess Ish Smith, if you want to throw that at all in there, so you can get knock that out. Yeah, there's right now. It looks like either the Pelicans or Wolves right now. I mean, the Magic, sure. I just don't know why they do that trade. I mean, what's in it for them? They already have Alfred Payton. They already they already have one bad point guard, so I don't know why they want another one. <laughs> um, yeah, get get rid of that contract's not going to be easy without giving up a first round pick. Yeah, uh, it's going to be... I mean, DJ Augustine, what, he's, I think, 14 versus the 23 on Jackson, something like that? Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like... It's not like DJ's a, a cheap guy. Uh, so, it, it, I think I think doing that's not that bad. They may, only, may not need to give up a first on that, or even a highly protected first. I mean, um, we will say that Stan McGundy loved DJ Augustine. Yeah, though. for sure. Loved him. For sure. So, yeah, I, I think the Magic can do it. I think the Magic, to answer your question, is just like, all right, he, we've seen him have good runs, and he has, but he's been bad. And maybe they're like, okay, maybe that whole knee injury just derailed his season. Obviously not to the degree that Chandler Parsons has done. But, man, if you come into a season with a bad knee, Derek Favors, another example, you're, you're really, and this is kind of a big lesson uh, for us next season in fantasy, like, dude, don't sure. take guys with knee injuries, like, ever. And we were like, oh, you and I were like, oh, Chandler Parsons at 100, that's cool. No, <laughs> it's not. It's not at all. Uh, they anyway, red listed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> knee injuries, you're done. Uh, okay, so, yeah, I, I pretty much agree. So, what are we thinking? Like, six? No, I'll, I'll say four and a half. I'm getting it's It's going to be tough to deal on. Yeah, I was going to say four. Get, get rid of that contract. It's incredibly tough. Yeah. Um, so what about DJ and Jeff Green's side of this thing? Do you think that, I think Jeff Green's probably pretty high. I think they could use they can make the money kind of work somehow with maybe a three way deal, um, and give you know one of those bad teams a pick, Sixers, Nets, whatever. So I think he's probably like a seven and a half. I think he's going to go. No, I think Jeff Green stays. Really? I mean, if you're get if you're getting rid of Jeff Green, you have to package a first round pick to get rid of him. He's got fifteen million dollars and he's a rental. I mean, what team in their right mind would trade for Jeff Green? The Clippers sure as hell aren't going to do it again. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they would be a three-way deal. Like, they would uh, some competition would go to the Nets and the Sixers to take the money, and then they would go to another team, and and then Magic would get something else. Right. So, like the the teams that would benefit would be the 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 teams that are che- that are bad. The Magic is. I just don't know why they'd get rid of another asset. I mean, they've got to keep their picks. So yeah, it's going to be tough. Yeah, like you're saying, I think they'd have to package Augustine to get rid of Jeff Green. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, he, like they're they're gonna try really hard. Like, they, oh, yeah. he has no use to them at all. For sure, yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna do everything they can to get rid of Jeff Green. Yeah, so yeah, like even if they just dump him and like they could get rid of him for a second round pick here and there. Like I don't know, so and like the other team would give the pickup. Yeah, it's it's fine. I think they'll be all right. Uh, okay, so quickly on Rubio, those things kind of died down. The Wolves have been bad, so it's kind of an interesting mixture. What what are your thoughts on Rubio? I think they keep him now, man. I mean, what are they going to get in return for him right now? And to be fair, Rubio's looked awesome since January. I don't know yeah. why they're in such a hurry to get rid of him. Well, they got Tyus Jones has been better than expected. They really went all out on Chris Dunn, haven't given him the opportunity to show what he can do. So, I mean, I guess that's pretty much it. Thibodeau wants his guy. And, I mean, them not, yeah. them not playing well is definitely a factor as well. I mean, like, all right, yeah. Rubio's been better, but, hey, they're not winning games. 
I mean, they shouldn't be in a hurry to move him, though. He's got plenty of years left in his yeah. contract. I mean, yeah. hold yeah. out for a decent deal, at least. Yeah, he's got... I mean, don't get Reggie Jackson. That'd just be an awful trade for the Wolves. Yeah, no, that makes no sense. Um, yeah, he's on he's on the books for 14-1 next year and 14-8 the year after that. It's pretty good value for... I mean, he's a top 30 guard in the league, right? Yeah. Yeah, easy. Yeah. So, I mean, you're paying your guard and with the salary cap hike. That's a pretty good contract. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm, I'm cool with him. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, like, probably a little bit more than Rose, so... Maybe like a three and a half. Yeah, if teams are trading for a point guard, they're going to go for Rubio before yeah. they go for Rose, hundred percent. So. Yeah, like that, he has a lot of value. Like if they trade Rubio, they could get a pretty good, pretty good compensation for that. Yeah, and the right system, Rubio, absolute beast. So. Yeah. And he's got the the Fagenmeister, uh, Dan Dan Fagan is his agent, so he's that yep. makes him. We'll, we'll, we'll hear a lot of, of leaks coming from that one. Yeah. Uh, okay, so let's talk about the most likely player to go, and that's Jaleel Okafor. Uh, we heard the Pelicans were close. We heard yesterday David Aldridge said that the Blazers were super close, and that was the main reason why he was being held out last week. Mm-hmm. So, uh, obviously, Okafor's a 10 <laughs> yeah. for, for likelihood to go. <laughs> um, so, Pelicans, and who else? Uh, Chicago, it's- but Chicago looks like they're selling, but again, I mean, hey. Good contract rookie. You know, he's an asset. He can be all right. So it's not like I mean he's just he was a, the second pick last year. So yeah, there or were, third pick. There, third were four, pick, there were four teams linked to him. It was the Nuggets and Blazers. They're off the table now. So now it's just the Pelicans and Bulls. Yeah, but third pick last year. Like you're gonna everyone's really gonna jump ship on him that hard. Yeah, he's he's a third pick, and teams aren't aren't willing to give up like a late first round pick right now, which is just crazy. Yeah, I mean this draft is good, but it's top heavy. Yeah, but then on the Sixers side, it's supply and demand. I mean, they have no use for him. Yeah, like sure. he's e- easily the third center, easily. And you could yeah. argue he's fourth. Like Rashawn Holmes has been better than him this year, especially defensively. Yeah. So, um, so what are, what are the ramifications of this? Uh, like Pelican, Pelicans are the front runner now, right? They have to be. I mean, yeah. uh, before he went down to New Orleans this weekend just to check out the city, he said. So I, <laughs> yeah. think, I think the Pelicans are definitely the favorite right now to land. I mean, they can give up uh, a Jinsa and then a, a future late first-round pick that's heavily protected. So yep. Philly, Philly would even go for that right now. I, I think, think so. I think I think yeah. if any first-round pick, they'll, they will take that. Like we said, yep. he is out of the rotation, and like he's not coming back in once Embiid comes back. Right. Uh, and like we said, he's he's he, even when before the trade rumors went down, like they sat him on a Sunday like four Sundays ago because he wasn't in shape and they played Rashawn Holmes as the backup when Embiid was out that day. Yeah. Okay. Um so what are what are we doing here? Um Rashawn Holmes super deep stash. Obviously Noel's Fuego. We've seen the homie Dario has benefited a little bit, obviously with Embiid out too. Um and then on the reverse side, Terrence Jones would probably lose a little bit of value there. Uh anything you want to add or you pretty much agree with me? Uh, I agree with you on that. Yeah, Terrence Jones already losing value just because of that thumb injury. So, um, yeah, I'm ready to move on. I mean, yep. if Okafor goes, I mean, I'm still not picking him up in most cases. So, yep. okay, so we're the same page. Moving on, we both have tens. Yeah, gone. Uh, all <laughs> right, so Shumpert. Um, we saw some rumors earlier in the season, and Brian Windhorst is saying that Shumpert could be dealt. Uh, I mean, obviously, his like it's kind of like kind of like Okafor. They're going to have J.R. Smith back later this year. They traded for Kyle Korver. They played the same position. Shumpert's been pretty good, but Shumpert's like Okafor. He's kind of like the third man on what they want. They like Korver in that second unit, so when Smith comes back, he'll start, and then what do you do with Shumpert? We really have no place for him. 
So they're pretty much this will be like a okay, we'll trade Shumpert. You nobody wants them, so they'll trade Shumpert to a team that needs them more than the Cavs do, like the teams we talked about, Thunder, Wizards, teams who need a second unit guard, uh, and then get a second round pick and then flip that maybe. So likelihood he goes and any like I think that like we said, those teams make sense, uh, preferably to a Western Conference team, so maybe the Thunder. Um, anybody that you could think would take Shump, and then I had I had two teams written down for Shumper, and that's the Wolves and Thunder. Mm-hmm. I mean, the only team he'd have value on would be the Wolves, which is just like a low end guy, just because they were giving Lance Stevenson some minutes for yeah. a while. And Brandon Rush, he looks like he's like thirty eight right now. So yeah, yeah I think if Shumper lands at Wolves, he'll be interesting if he lands in the Wolves. Yeah, so not not someone. He's actually played well, but the injury kind of knocked him off. Um, mm-hmm. He has two more years, pretty decent price, 10.3 for next year, 11.0 million the year after that. That's solid. So, yeah, especially when Solomon Hill's getting 50 million. I mean, <laughs> these previous contracts don't look as bad anymore. So, oh, not at all. So, what are, what are we doing? Um, six, five, five, probably five. Yeah, I say five. I mean, Cavs really need a backup point guard and backup center, so Shepard's the guy to go if they make a move. So, cool. All right, let's talk some Nuggets. Uh, we got Wilson Chandler. Uh, Clippers and Thunder could be interested in Wilson Chandler uh, as the more of a three slash four. Playing more three lately, but that's kind of a product of Danilo Gallinari, who also popped up with Steve Bullpit from the Boston Herald saying the Celtics have their eye on him. Uh, he's hurt. We know that th- there's a lot of depth on the Nuggets. Juancho Hernan Gomez had that breakout game against Golden State, who would be an obvious benefit. So he's he's probably the best stash to mention of this group. Uh, because he's so a uh, really nice upside guy, can fill it up really everywhere. So, yeah, just talk to me about that. All those two guys. When Malone pimps a guy, he's ready to play him, and he yeah. was pimping uh, Wancho hard before yeah. the All Star break. I don't know if you've heard some of those comments. Like, yeah, we're really excited about his future. He's gonna be playing a lot of fourth quarters for us. So I think if they move Wilson Chandler and Danilo, Danilo it's it's time to pick up Wancho. Yep. Yep, we, we saw I mean, that. I'd like him a lot better if they weren't going for the eight seed right now, but he's still very interesting. Hate that. That eight, like honestly, it's so annoying that yeah. how how many teams are so close. What I want to say there's five teams within like three or four games in that eight spot. Right. Maybe even maybe even a smaller number than that. I'm gonna look that up right now. But okay, so let's just start with Wilson Chandler likelihood, and then obviously Clippers and Thunder seem like good options. What do you what do you think in there? Anybody likelihood of Wilson Chandler is a seven to me. Okay. The Nettles a four to me. Okay. And then who do you think is who do you think is more likely of the two or, or any other mystery team besides Clippers and Thunder? Uh, the Celtics. Yep. Celtics for sure. They're buyers right now. Yeah, Celtics definitely. Need, they need another another backup guard. Uh, I'm sorry, another backup forward. Um, they Kelly Olynyk has been hit and miss, but uh, and they like that Olynyk Jarebko pairing. So I think putting Wilson Chandler as a backup three. Uh, would be a real nice fit. Jalen Brown's played better at the two lately. That's an encouraging yeah. sign going forward. Um, so yeah, I'm I w- I'm with you. Uh, I I think yeah I th- I'll stick with you. I think seven is about right. Um, but like we said, they're in the eight spot. I, I would have probably said like nine a week ago or like a week and a half ago. Right. Uh, the fact that they have a one and a half game lead over Sacramento. Two game lead over the Blazers, two and a half game lead over the Pelicans, three game lead over the Mavericks, uh, and then three and a half game lead on the Wolves. Like it's every, it's basically everyone except the Lakers and Suns. Yeah, is in the mix. Um, so yeah, like you said, Gallo probably about a four. I think the injury knocked him down from like a six to a four. 
Mm-hmm. Um, like that hurt. You don't want to trade for a hurt guy, and if you do it, it should, should be pretty cheap. And he wants to retire his nugget, and Wilson Chandler wants to get out, so yeah. that's my thinking there. Yeah, the the trade rumors died down pretty quick. I think Malone hurt him, and it's kind of interesting how like the whole I want a consistent role, I want consistent minutes, I want consistent shots, and then like two days later, Danilo Gallinari pulls up lane and is missing like up until the yeah. deadline. So interesting timing <laughs> on that. All right, so we talked for way too long because we do that. So we did. We're gonna do this in two parts. So part two will be about kind of more general stuff buyers sellers we'll talk a little bit about the nets who are hardcore sellers the suns who are hardcore sellers what the kings are going to do the darren williams stuff that'll all be in the next edition so check back for that um yeah so much to talk about so we'll catch you the next time and thanks so much for coming on jonas thanks mike Dietz and watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.